And then we'll clap sync in three, two, one. And you know how they say like the, the train keeps on a chugging? It's just like, no, we have just slammed on the brakes. That is the amount of momentum that gets lost with these clap syncs sometimes. With starting recording. Yeah, it's yeah. a struggle. Mm -hmm. Dude, James has definitely like had the solution to this a long time ago. He was like, McCoy, listen to me. You just hit record silently when people join the channel. They're in recording. <laughs> they should know it's fine. Like they don't say any crazy shit recording. Of course, in we recording all the time. We are recording. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. are you trying to say you did that this time or no? I did not do that this time. Yeah, so we did no, get Craig in here a little early. So Craig's Craig's got some spice. Yeah, Craig's <laughs> like some crazy shit tonight. Yeah, as I've learned, Craig is, I guess, not from Argentina because they don't spice their food very much. Mm. Listen, it's, it's well, like it's a, a really bad really, joke. But it's a really, really niche yes. joke for essentially just my family. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of which um, none of them are present. But they might listen. You're present. I'm pre that's true. Okay, I got the joke. That's true. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. well structured or well delivered, though. The joke is that people in Argentina don't use a lot of spices. Right. It exactly. is. And if you're yeah. Argentine, you disagree with that. Fucking write in at tyranny of thumbs yeah. at gmail.com. Send us some food which is you. well spiced <laughs> at tyranny of thumbs <laughs> <laughs> at gmail.com. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, there's just there's just something about it when you hit record, bro. It's like everyone just has to like settle down and fucking just be. I yeah, you have to be silent for a couple seconds, and that just destroys the whole conversation. Exactly. Yeah, the last time McCoy recorded without someone's consent, someone got very angry and quit the podcast. Mm. <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> well, I really I thought that was just going to be a joke where you said last time McCoy recorded without someone's consent, he got in a lot of trouble. Yeah, We're exactly. just going to leave it there. He got And expelled. not clarify that it was for the podcast and just make it seem like McCoy was recording some, you know. But I put the emoji over her face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think you gotta put the emoji over other things too. Ah, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. No, but that's what I wanted. That's what the recording was for. Um, but yeah. Look, people, none of this is real. No. Don't come for us. No, no. but it's like, but it fits in all their headcanons. So like McCoy would do that, and I wouldn't. I don't know why you think that. Stop thinking that. I Trash takes. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to explain that in a meeting the other day. Of like, we were talking about um, when someone comes in like hot headed, like how to respond. Okay. And I was like, well, I don't know if they came in hot-headed, but I do have an example where someone like, wrote a bad review about us, and specifically me, on, on the podcast, and I tried to be really nice to them, and they were actually really nice in response, and it was a really nice outcome. And then it's just like every single time that conversation comes up in the work context, it goes like this. Crickets. Crickets. Wait, you have a podcast? I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Every fucking time. Yeah. And then someone's like, yeah, he has a 206-episode podcast. I'm like, oh, shit. And then it's like, yeah. And then I always say my favorite line. It's more successful than you think, but not as much as you'd like. Because <laughs> 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 yep. it's like, you know, you know. We've, like got it's not a nice, like, we've, we've got a nice little fan base, you know? Yeah, when shout we out upload, Jackie. we get people. Yeah, shout out to Jackie. <laughs> that makes listening. sense. There's yes. one single fan. There, okay, so, so, <laughs> Jackie is the only thing have, keeping us going. <laughs> we do need to shout out Jackie, though. And I've been meaning to shout out Jackie for a long time. And I probably already, I feel like I've done it already and I've just forgotten. But I maybe know, I haven't. It's been haven't. so long hey. since we recorded. Who knows? Do it again. Yeah. And, and you know, listen. So long. We recorded last week. Okay, except for last week. <laughs> except for last week. Thanks for that game. That never happened. <laughs> That's just the time for a taste of your own medicine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah, it feels sweet. I think when giving mm. the other way around. Um, but yeah, like so on Spotify, there's this like thing 
that they this feature that they added where like it'll create this like one-sided thread for comments it's basically kind of like reviews like per episode maybe and um and the default question that they turn on for you is just like well how did you think it went or something like this and so i would get these emails and it'd be like someone's responded and i was like to your to your question and i'm like what question and i feel bad even embedding this now because i'm like i i didn't pose this question but i do want to know so like i click on it and Mm. i'm like what and um shout out to jackie for just like being really nice to us for most episodes and giving us like kind feedback and like if you're ever on spotify if you can see these things it's kind of beautiful it's just a nice person just like trying to explain like and like that that they think we're doing good and that they're happy we're back change the question each time probably probably we should just do random questions each episode. What's oh, your no. favorite like, no. animal? Like like Twitter What's poll style shit. What's your favorite cuisine? What's, mm-hmm. And then then like slowly, gradually just get more and more crazy as the question's like, mm-hmm. what's your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where's your date of birth? What is your mother's maiden name? Exactly. What street did you grow up on? I like this. Exactly. This is great. You were yeah, born yeah, in yeah. which hospital? Yeah. What no, pets exactly. did you have as a child? Yeah. <laughs> and what were their names? You would categorize your bank account as large, <laughs> small, <laughs> not worth hacking, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We should. I mean, sorry, listen, I, I'll i give you the password. You can go in there and, and make cool questions. Um, but right now, it's just, yeah, it's just like, you know, what'd you think of the episode or whatever? And uh, I don't know. It's awesome. Today's episode should be, do you think Argentinian food is inspiring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly oh my god i feel like we're gonna get an email about this yeah so one thing i gotta tell the audience though that's worth understanding that we have to have in record here i probably said this a little bit before but but just that every single time that we start one of these follow-through recordings right before gabe will literally sit there for like 10 minutes explaining to us how many other instances he's shit talked to fallout 3 and then we'll hit the recording button and while we all become less energetic and less funny he will just he's sit there. He's a perfect fucking angel. Yeah, he's a perfect fucking Get angel. Fucking Are we going to peer pressure Gabe into trashing this game? Is that what we're doing? I'm just Please saying, like, trash this game. Consensual. Can I, can I start? Mm-hmm. I have a hundred small guns skill points at this point or whatever it is. I, I, I don't know what the name of the fucking skill is. I still fucking miss. Like my shots <laughs> yeah. go everywhere. Yeah. What the fuck is that? I'm yeah. perfect at this weapon class, <laughs> yeah. and my shots are going in a wide cone. But James, yeah. can anyone ever truly be perfect? I mean, don't we just think this is like a larger commentary on skill acquisition and how the goal isn't really perfection, it's just it's just becoming better. Yeah, but you can't become better anymore, and the the bullets still just fucking fly wherever they want. Yeah. Yeah. It, this reminds it's me. a little bit tilting, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> yup. Yup. <laughs> no, and, and that, and also, like, I think it's, like, really summed up well with the 10 millimeter pistol, which you start with, which is, yes. like, you can't really, like, fire it as often as you want for some reason. Like, you click a lot, and it just seems yep. to, like, spurt out bullets, you know, whenever it feels like it. There's an awful lot of instances of this game of you inputting commands, and it's just deciding whenever it wants to do it on its own. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you're like, that's not the time um and just like shit like that and like yeah so the thing is okay you gotta understand do you remember when call of duty i think it was 
I don't know. It was one of the newer World War II Return to ones. Maybe Gabe, you'll know that some of you won't, but it was like they advertised like in this huge like fashion of like, your bullets go where the crosshair is. And this was like four years ago. Like they were like like pimping this premise of like what if you get to shoot what you're aiming at? Yeah. <laughs> and like I don't know, but like all I can tell you is like there this is definitely the era of like think also Mass Effect One and stuff like that, where it's like you're cr- <laughs> like you can't hit anything. Sorry, I'm just what? thinking about Mass Effect's like two foot crosshair. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what I'm saying. Gun, where it fills up like three quarters of your screen, and you're like, I think the Geth are dying. Oh, yep. There goes one. All right, cool. And it's actually, this game is very much like that. It's very much like that. Yeah. I think yeah. they are both actually two takes at the same premise, which is like taking an RPG that is turn-based style combat, because like that's what um the previous one before it was uh Knights of the Republic. Like so, it's like taking those types of games and making them action games because action games are really popular, like first-person shooters. Like how do we hybridize these two concepts? And apparently it's just make the shooting ass. Like apparently at this era (laughs) is how they did it. Cause like now, right. We live in the world where everything's an RPG. Everything has, you know, skill progression and XP and fucking unlockables and this, that, and the other, but it all shoots like call of duty. You know what I mean? But that was the goal that they were aspiring to, but instead they were sort of like rolling dice. It feels like this game rolls dice on the back. I think it's also like kind of hard to, balance like guns in an rpg game because also like a lot of these games are built off of like fantasy like with a uh, dragon age and then like elder scrolls mm-hmm. which are like in my opinion i think like probably easier to do i mean i'm talking out of my ass here i have no idea how the <laughs> game dev works but um you know that like randomization seems more uh like acceptable in you know something if you're like shoot like a bunch of arrows or something but then in this game where there's like bullets and your guns just like spraying bullets in like 45 degree angles yeah <laughs> and then Sorry. also to do like no damage so you're just like cool <laughs> so are you saying like it's easier in a fantasy setting maybe because it's like more kind of like D in the sense that like people are used to like mythical or magical mechanics having chance like that whereas guns kind of seems like i I think so it's also just like Hmm. i don't know you you use like the only range thing you'd use is like spells or arrows um in the fantasy whereas in games like this like everybody's using guns and like the dudes who like you have like a fucking mini gun and the raider that rushes you like a baseball bat you're like okay yeah right um (laughs) and the raider gets to you because yeah. all of your bullets are just gone. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot all of them into a small piece of cover somewhere between you and them that you yes. thought might have been yeah. in the way, but you went for bats yes. anyways. I think it's then... just hard to balance because, like, if guns were truly like guns in this instance, like, you would just one shot everybody. And if well, you had a gun, yeah, right. everyone who didn't have a gun would be like, okay, so you just win automatically. Yeah. Right. I think, so I think it's like that. And then it's also hit chance and what this concept is because like in a D, it's like everything has a chance to miss and in real life i think yeah. everything has a chance to miss but like what that ends up being is like your player skill like you you aiming is the missing or not but in this game right. it feels like they have like an extra level of like you missed yeah. anyways mm-hmm. an extra level of fuck you yeah <laughs> okay, I think okay, it's okay. like right exactly yeah but wait i have I think a theory that- 
Okay. Yeah, go. Okay, so we're playing this in the world of Fallout 3, a post-apocalyptic world where, like, the bombs went off, everything was bad, and these guns are maybe, like, a little bit fucked up. So yes. maybe yes. it's just because the guns aren't perfect anymore that now they don't fire very well. Yeah. Well, then what's and the that... point of repairing? Okay, I didn't, I knew someone was going to bring that up, and I don't have an answer for that. No, it's not perfect. <laughs> my repair skill is very high, and my guns still don't work perfectly. Yeah. But like maybe it's just like you know you can't get quite the right parts. The guns have a little bit of. I mean, extra, I agree with that. You know, variation. Mm-hmm. I think it's also just another point is I think it's just dated like game tech. Yeah. Which I think mm-hmm. is very apparent, but also part of me wonders if they also just really wanted to lean heavily into the VAT system. Yeah. And they're yeah, like, well, people sure should just did. be using this like for every encounter rather than trying to actually aim and shoot people. I've always I mean, wondered. That being said, like VATS, at least like from- It's still much- shit. VATS <laughs> is so like- fucking bad. No. I, I feel like I have never gotten anything over a 20% hit chance- what? Maybe I've gotten really? a thirty. No, this is okay, no, that... this is because Zoe vats from forty okay, miles away, and then just yeah. and then she sees it, oh, and it yeah, says five yeah, percent yeah. chance to hit, and she just clicks it seven times and just goes well, yeah, so... and like has seven bullets left, and is like, man, this system sucks. And I'm like, so what you're supposed to do is like wait for them to be right next to you, and then shoot them in the head like fifteen times. He's gonna say that's, but that's <laughs> not the you point problem. of a sniper. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So stop sniper using the so sniper. I can be forty feet away. Yeah, I think vats snipers. Honestly, for the sniper, you're better off just free aiming this shit. I think so too. Yeah, no. I've definitely definitely learned hunting rifle maybe a little bit different and then I mean I don't know I've been enjoying the combat shotgun which is just where basically I've got my fuck it mentality yep. of just yoloing in and just blasting yeah. people you just do I, I finally got a combat shotgun and you're right that that is a very powerful weapon yeah and for some reason <laughs> the it's the one. only weapon that sounds powerful do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like right. the like the yeah. pistols and the SMGs and everything about them just sound like ting 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 as it's like breaking in front of your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And then this thing's just like bam, and you're like, what the fuck? And then everything blows up, like like legs yeah, are shooting like, off everywhere. And throw like, their gun across the room, like oh my god. Yeah, exactly. And then they like they'll start running away, and then you just cap them again because you know, listen, once they turned red, they're gonna die, right? Yeah. Like it's not right. there's no peace, right? Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Like, wait, can we go back to Vats for a second, though? Sure. I have come. Mm-hmm. So, the first time I played this game, I remember loving Vats and being like, mm-hmm. Vats is amazing. This is the best thing ever because I sucked at shooters and yeah. still have pretty low skill when it comes to shooters. I would say. Like, can not I. Not helped by this game. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not helped by this <laughs> game. But this play, I don't know if it's just this playthrough or if it's just me or if I'm doing something wrong, but I'm having a really hard time with Vats actually hitting anything. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same as Zoe's problem, where she's just taking well, shots. Okay, the very but I'm, a- <laughs> sorry, sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm also having Vats problems when I'm within good vicinity with the SMGs. Are you I think. having? I use Vats. Oh, where- well, don't use an SMG. This, by the way, if you have Vats problems, just saying. <laughs> okay, it's a little blue pill. But no, I'm having problems like Vats. So like, you'll you'll be close to someone. Yeah. You'll go into Vats and it'll yeah. be like great, eighty percent chance to hit yeah. headshot. Yeah. And so I'm like, excellent. And I'll just hit it like four times being like, I'm just going to make sure I kill this guy. Like, yeah. no problem. I'll use all my vats in there. And then it will go into like the little vats cutscene, and it will fire directly into an obstacle that was yeah. not there on my screen. <laughs> and I did yeah. not know vats was going to hit it. And vats didn't know it was going to hit it. But all of my shots are now wasted and gone. It happens on stairs. It happens with any kind of elevation change. 
anything that's like in the way a little bit yes. and it's just completely wastes your vats and then you just sit there and try and fucking just aim like a regular person just jump in place yes <laughs> and then you have to like literally sit there and you have to just grit your teeth as you pretend to like value the fact that you get like seven shots off all of the entire building you just cleared after you shoot 15 yeah. shots into it's the bullshit. side of the building I don't, <laughs> I don't remember it happening that much before no, I, I like it. is it happening is it just me like do i suck at vats or do you is it happening to other people too well there's a different question i mean it's 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 happening for me too like you know sniper rifling with five percent chance aside like i i have had the same issue of like vats will tell me one thing and then the cutscene says a completely different thing for sure yeah yeah i have a separate sniper rifle problem which is that i can't find any sniper ammo but um no, that's not really happening to me with vats. <laughs> like, I, maybe I'm just not using it that much, or I'm only ever, like, using it when people are up close to me, so I'm getting, like, 87% on their head. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you're on the same, like, terrain level. Yeah, pretty much. Something. Yeah, you're not, like, I'm not, I'm not, like I'm not using it as, like, my general way to shoot at people. I'm generally just trying to shoot at them. Um, mm-hmm. But... No, I, I, thank you for letting me know that that's an issue. I will not try more. <laughs> it's just, it tilted me so much. So that's always been there. Playing. I don't, so it's always I don't been remember there. it at all. I believe, I believe it. It's always been there. Yeah, like, so that's always been there. And the other thing that has always been there forever with VATS is that it will estimate the approximate damage you do so that you can... Mm to say like i'll vats this person one two mm-hmm. three okay three times i'll kill them i'll switch to the next target and i'll vats the fourth on the next target and then it'll like you'll shoot the first thing and you'll like do one third of its whole health and you're like but it said i was gonna kill them like what the fuck happened yeah. mm. so and it wouldn't be close sometimes you'll be like okay that wasn't even fucking and then you'll just randomly shoot your last burst into some other random guy and you'll also do nothing to him and you'll just be like this sucks it's everything about this fucking but yeah, yeah, that's. Mm. It's nice for grenades sometimes. It's oh, nice that's. That's why grenades are good because you can just like vats throw them at people. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, vats and grenades is like way better than just free arming them. Like, <laughs> just hoping. <laughs> you like do like the most limp wristed throw. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and then it like bounces, and you're yep. just like, "What the fuck is this?" Like literally, it, like bounces back towards you. You're like, "Okay." Yeah, you just blow up and die. You're like, okay, well. Dude, I did have, like, the best use. So, this playthrough, okay. Many things to say about it, but what I will just say in this particular case is that I'm trying to branch out. Trying. Trying. Um, I'm, Keyword. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge replayer of games, and the reason is because, like, even if I don't necessarily, like, remember exactly how I did it, it's like my neuronal pathways just fire the same way. I swear to God, I probably clear the buildings the same way. Like it is just mm-hmm. like my entrance and exit. It's like exactly the same. So I'm using the same type of weapons. I'm using stealth and small guns and all that shit. And I'm robbing people and whatever. And it's awesome. But I'm trying to branch out. So instead of just holding on to 50 mines, I'll maybe like use a mine or two. But there's this great uh, little like mini side quest or the fuck that I was doing where it's like, you go into this place and then it's like filled with super mutants. It's maybe like a super mutant, like, you know, slaver fucking place. And there's this person in there that you can break out of a jail cell and they're like, okay, you can save me, but I actually have another friend that's deeper in the place. Like, can you get them out too? 
And so then you can like give him a gun if you want to, and you can learn what happens if you give someone a gun but no ammo. It turns out they don't have any fucking ammo, so they just <laughs> walk up to a super mutant with a Gatling gun and try to melee that thing, and you're sitting there with a shotgun like out of ads, <laughs> like, <laughs> like hey, like could you? And they just immediately get murdered in front of you because you think to yourself they probably die, right? Like, there's no way they can just take that many Gatling shots in the face, right? And then sure enough, no, they absolutely die, or I guess yes, they absolutely die. No, they cannot um but anyways right so it's like okay so then you learn like you can tell him to like sit there or you can give him ammo which is fine too or you can tell him like hey just just stay here and they sort of like shake in place like scared crouch somewhere and then you come around the corner kill everything you know get blown your limbs off a couple of times stim pack those back up totally fine (laughs) stay back there it's fine right then you do that whole thing and then you grab both of them and they're both following you and then you take a beeline to their their town which is like big big town or something it's like yep. called or something and you get there and then of course there's like all sorts of shit that could like kill them along the way and like they're just it's classic fetch quest right it's like they chase down the fucking super mutants yeah. to go die <laughs> and you're like oh great <laughs> um but like finally we get to big town and you like give them back and everyone's so happy and then they basically are just sort of like but there's gonna be another super mutant attack so if you could stay like that'd be great for us but if you leave us we probably all die and so i was sitting there going like this would be an interesting time to use this fat man, which I just got, which is very not like my play style. Mm-hmm. Normally I'd be on a roof somewhere trying to snipe someone, but I'm thinking, all right. And for those who don't know, a fat man is what shoots the mini nukes, which are mm. mini nukes. Um, <clears throat> and are just a really awesome thing that this game has that just when you shoot it for the first time, you're like, oh, oh, oh fuck. Um, although usually like it's, it's fallout style. So you like save first, shoot it, miss it like it doesn't really work out quick load quick load come back back in there you blew yourself up you blew up okay so that's what happened to me so i was sitting there going you know when do these fucking super mutants attack do i just like sit here and wait for them to walk over the fucking hill or do i just i'm gonna try waiting an hour so i'm sitting there facing the front of the of the town and i wait an hour and just one hour passes no npc really moves at all except four super mutants just like appear on the bridge like oh hey we're attacking now it's been an hour and I'm looking, and they're all clumped up, and I'm just sort of, like, perfect. And I, like, shoot this Batman at them. And the first thing that happens is, like, two other NPCs from the town, like, dive bomb melee style of them on the bridge and also get nuked, and their bodies just, like, fly everywhere. And I was like, oh, unfortunate. And I'm, like, talking to people in the town. They're like, give me the sass. They're like, yeah, like, thanks for helping us, but, like, some of us died in the battle. And, like, we lost a few good men. Yeah, like, it's the price you pay out here at the wasteland, but, like, all this shit. I'm just like, oh, God. So I loaded again. And so I just basically, like, did, like, the perfect follow up thing, which is, like, have a save right before the wait with the fat man out, aiming at the perfect pixel to just load, <laughs> shoot that thing, nuke everyone, and then just immediately turn around and hear them all just start doing this really awkward clap animation because they're excited. <laughs> it's just so uncomfortable. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm trying to branch out. I've got missile launchers. I've got fucking fat man type things. And, and since you're on PC, there's like, and, and especially if you're on PC and you've played it already, it's like there's this overwhelming temptation to just type in the console. Like, I know my build is not that. Mm-hmm. It's not big weapons. But it could be. I, I just, I just, you could just, I just type. You could just type. Give stat a hundred big weapons. Wait, really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't know about this. Oh yeah. And so it's been tempting me, uh, just to totally switch tempting. up my build. Yeah, you can do that. Gabe was saying before, you can do it to a doors. You can just be like unlock. <laughs> yep. And the door is like, yes, sir. The, wow. the secret one that 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 Zoe might like is that you can give yourself maximum. Uh, like weight capacity too, right? 
like unlimited? I think so. I don't know. Do tell. Yeah, it's called. So you can actually, you can Mm -hmm. actually just carry everything in the game. (laughs) Just pick up everything and don't worry about it. That's pretty wild. Imagine going. No, that would be lovely. But is that really Fallout? If you can do that, is Fallout not being like, "Fuck, I should not have picked up all those superconductors," and then you have to drop them in the middle of somewhere? (laughs) I think that's the Fallout experience. It is. I think that is the yeah, Fallout experience. That or you just abuse like buff out and alcohol. Dude, I keep forgetting to do that, bro. Bro, you gotta take drugs. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's it's what so I do. I was addicted <laughs> to like every chem in the game. <laughs> <laughs> that is, yeah, that's my current play throughout. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Cause like I kind of just lost myself in playing the game and I had like seven addictions and I had like eight hundred rads. I was just like, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> what do rads do to you, Gabe? Like, do not mean give like, you uh increasing debuffs huh depending on your radiation level because i know like uh, if you hit lady... a thousand you just die <laughs> okay yeah because i know oh. there's like a limit right mm-hmm. but like i also know there's that lady right in in megaton who's like here do this quest for my book and like yeah, one I've of hers is like requests. yeah i've been doing all requests too and like one of the ones is the rads one and she mm-hmm. keeps like saying shit like yeah go do this and i'll like totally fix you up and then she kind of admits when you come back like i've never really fixed up someone who's like this fucked up but like surely it'll work Right, and then it sort of like always doesn't quite work, or it works a mm-hmm. little bit. And one of the ones is just if you have high rads, I think it's like six hundred plus, your limbs just grow back, like <laughs> so you don't have to stim pack them. Oh. So it's like this weird buff of like yeah. if you have that much rads, you just don't have to stim pack your limbs because they eventually just grow back, which is fucking yeah. nuts. So I wish that they would give you extra limbs in this game once you get to a certain amount of rads. Mm. Like you get like you know seven hundred, and you just grow an extra arm. You get another gun. You can you can wield two guns. Oh my god! Just you have dualies for the rest of the game. Yeah, you have dualies (laughs) and your sniper rifle. But you do like keep your rads in between, you know, like seven and seven fifty or something. Otherwise, like I don't know, you grow two heads or like bad shit happens. Dude, I really wish for the vats thing that the kind of the cell that was given to me as a kid, which I didn't care as much for as a kid, but I would love right now, which the cell is like. You can just spend points into VATS, and then you can just play the game in VATS. I wish they did actually make that. Mm -hmm. Because that would just be... I feel like this game lasts, or, like, you know, stands up to the test of time, like, a hundred times over, if we can just make it shoot itself. Like, honestly. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Other Fallout complaints, people? I think this is episode two, so it is therefore the complaint episode. Yeah, because it's not Cyberpunk, which was that was episode one. <laughs> well, that was all the episodes. Yeah, that was every episode. Yeah, I was going to say, every episode of Cyberpunk was, the first hour was reserved for bug bug reports, essentially. Yeah. We should move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I mean, I there's some weird balance things going on in my game. I found Dogmeat, the dog companion. Uh-huh. Mm. Um who is dramatically overpowered for me. I don't know if that's the way it's supposed to be. Like there's the option to send your dog back to the vault 101. Um, and I was even given the option to give my dog a stim pack at one point because uh, they were quite damaged. Um, and ever since then, they've been at 90% health. Even when chasing down, like, flamer, um, uh, Talon mercenaries, and then just, like, biting flamer mercenaries to death. And just, like, no, 
no no fear no damage i'll like look at at him and check in with him and be like good boy afterwards after he like bites this man to death um and and he'll be like perfectly healthy um which is cool and useful <laughs> yeah yeah uh, certainly but a little bit uh unnerving and um overpowered hmm. Maybe he's also at like 700 rads and he has super strength or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. So I haven't been doing any of these quests because, um, I don't know, fuck talking to people, I guess. Um, I don't know even where to find these quest lines. Um, so I, I don't have that rad. I'm under 100 rads at like Wait. all times. James, I just I love that you, the person who we famously watched level up charisma fully at the yeah. beginning of Outer Worlds, like yeah, yeah, I was in, like, I was out, very you're just yeah, fun talking to people exactly yeah <laughs> no I was going into that game with a dedication to talking to people mm -hmm. that I have since completely lost. <laughs> Do you think your experience in that game and how devastating it was to have put all of your points into charisma in that game, you know, affected your choices here? Yeah. Um, is this the dark James timeline? I also, I was also like, you know, like, I kind of just want to, like, just shoot people and not die. Yeah, just blow shit up, ask questions later. Yeah. yeah. Um... I feel like my, like, in years past, I would always go, like, full, like, intellect build. And um, I realized that that's not, that's not who I want to be anymore. Yeah. This nice. is, um, Elena has learned this philosophy from one of the podcasts that we listen to. It's a joke philosophy, but still. And it's basically just saying that, like, the people who win in this world are hot and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I have really latched onto this. Yeah. Just like walk around and she's like, I'm dumb. It's what you got to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the guy made a really compelling case for why that is the best way to live life. Yeah. And so we've just been sitting there being like, interesting, interesting. That's a philosophy I hadn't heard mm -hmm. of before. So maybe that's, maybe James, that's what you're coming to too. You know? It's kind of what I'm coming to, man. At least in video games, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. If I can't be hot and dumb in real life, at least I can be hot and dumb in video games. True that, Dude, brother. how heartbreaking is that? You're like, I can't be hot and dumb in real life because I'm smart. Fuck. This is my true fantasy. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just ugly and smart. <laughs> oh, man. It's a heartbreaker for sure. But yeah. I mean, yeah, mm. what are video games for if not to let us live out like our alter, you know, alter egos and alternative versions of ourselves? That's right. That's right. Especially a game like this, where yeah. it's just like, do whatever the fuck you want. I've been watching these fucking YouTube videos on the side of, like, basically, like, people do, like, challenge runs in this mm -hmm. game. And they like do the it 100, oh, never mind. Not, like, 100% runs, but rather, mm -hmm. like, can you beat this whole game with a fat man? Sorry, no, my immediate thought was, oh, like, the 100 baby run in The Sims. But that is not what <laughs> you've been watching videos of, and I should have known that before I even thought that thought it is what is the like 100 that. baby run it's, in the sims it's a, apparently the sims has become like a pretty popular youtuber game um yeah. and one of the most popular things to do from the thumbnails that i see is to do 100 babies not sorry let me rephrase that to have <laughs> 100 babies <laughs> 
Yeah, they, they basically, like, you install a mod to not age up an adult sim, and the whole goal is to have 100 babies. Um, and be able to take care of 100 babies. And it is devastating. <laughs> that is just... That's a lot of babies. That is the Yeah, I mean, like, all, all the kids start dying, you know, before, like, you're... Because you have an aging mod on, your adult sim does not grow up, but you watch as your kids just basically grow old and die, and then you start this mass graveyard in your backyard. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Wait, I've never watched one of these. I didn't realize it got so dark. I, I watched one. It is, it's like very, like, it's hilarious after a while just because like eventually your kids dying begins to be such a nonchalant thing where it's just like oh well there goes one all right well she needs to get pregnant and i really hope it's triplets this time <laughs> yeah exactly like, it, it sounds like very old timey in a way almost you know what i mean like we need hands for the it's farm it's like the oregon trail kind of thing yeah like, like we, well, need, we need manpower alphabet died to dysentery so we're gonna have to have a couple more <laughs> <laughs> also like it's so funny because like i remember like sims from way way back like in fucking middle school or high school or some shit and it was like i remember like there was very clearly like different like i would say like stuff that the boys were up to in sims and stuff that the girls were up to in sims you know what i mean yeah well the guys were mm. just putting people in pools and removing the, the, ladder? the ladders and letting <laughs> yes. people drown and be like bro did you know you can kill someone in this video I'm like no fucking way you can kill someone in this video game and everyone just sit there and be like oh let's see if we can do it like he claimed because it sounds like to me it's like you know it sounds like someone who's like did you know that there's like a secret like elite four that's up in like the god area of pokemon it's like you play in the clouds with the gods and you're like really let's see it i'm gonna come over to your house mr you know person mm -hmm. acquaintance on the playground or playground but yeah like it's just funny because i remember getting a lot of criticism for even having watched a playthrough like that of sims and now i hear that you just have a hundred babies and just watch them die in the backyard <laughs> and i'm like hold on <laughs> Are we really that different? Like, come on. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. Well, you know, but challenge runs, they, they've created new monsters of people. So apparently, yeah, there's like 100 babies in Sims. And what was the one for Fallout? There's so many for Fallout. Exactly. There's this one guy. babies in Fallout, too. Yeah, exactly. 100 babies in Fallout. <laughs> there is a lady in this fucking town that I saved that, like, she, she puts, like, chalk on her face, like, makeup. And if you just say, oh, that doesn't look that weird. I think it kind of looks nice. And then you say that like four different ways. She's like, let's hang out. Because <laughs> apparently everyone in the town is just like, you look fucking insane. And if you just go, you don't look fucking insane. No. And in fact, the moonlight is great for your chalky skin. Then you're like, fun fact, that works in real life too. I understand. Um, <laughs> I understand completely. But yeah, so like, so the, the challenge runs for Fallout are like, there's like a million. It's this guy. And I, I'm sure there's other guys that do it. But he has this one channel where there's like a hundred like he's done can you beat the can you beat and he does it for fallout 3 new vegas and for four mm -hmm. so he does all the different runs for all the different games so can you beat it only with a missile launcher can you beat it only with you know a silenced pistol can you beat it only without shooting anybody can you beat it only with putting grenades in people's bodies like by reverse pickpocketing them mm -hmm. and just blowing them up um and like he just figures out a way. So like, but what's so fascinating about it is like when you've played the game that many times, it is just really a different experience. Like not only do they know where to go to get all the stuff that they want to do, but also it's like 
morals aren't part of it. It's like they're trying to get to the end of the game. So they're like, well, the first thing I do is I kill everyone here. And you're like, but that's the starting area. They're all nice. And it's just <laughs> watching this person put grenades in everyone in Megaton's fucking pocket. They're just watching them all blow up. And you're like, oh, fuck. And it's, like, it's crazy because you're like, oh, that's the old guy who won't shut the fuck up. Or like, oh, that's the shopkeeper. Or that's mm-hmm. the medic. And he's just killing all of them and taking... Oh, Dude, does he set off the bomb in Megaton? I, I think he no, does. No, because the first challenge run everybody. is to kill everybody with grenades in their pocket <laughs> not, not by gun or not by bomb yeah like True. yeah i i it's it's wild and it's honestly wild and so there's a bunch like that i've been just watching little bits and pieces of and it's just these interesting styles of video where like they you know they probably take a 15 hour run or something of the game and they just sort of condense it down into 30 minutes and they just sort of like make weird jokes about like just the weird stuff that they're up to and they show you like the weird parts of the game where like Okay, so they forced you into this combat sequence where the guys all see you. So what the fuck do you do now with grenades? Like, how do you, like, break into, like, like go through a wall that you're not supposed to go through and then, like, crouch there and get hidden again and then walk out into the combat sequence and put the grenades in the back of their fucking... So it is, it's something. Mm-hmm. People have figured out ways to continue to add fun to these games. It's like speedruns, but but challenge runs, so... Games as old as this is kind of, and, and, and as beloved as this, it's fun to see, like, what people are kind of up to with them like mm-hmm. what, what they sort of want to do like another classic one i probably mentioned already but i don't know is uh for at least skyrim but i probably do it for fallout too it's just like they drop you in a random place in the world that one i love the, like, like the random storm mm-hmm. yeah those are yeah good. you just start somewhere totally random and you just have to like kind of hustle from there so it's like instead of doing the same starting quest over again over and over again and then going to the fucking mart over and over and over again and getting the combat shotgun over and over and over again you just start in some weird place and you have to just think like I have nothing. Do I pickpocket this guy? Do I kill him? Do I this? Do I that? So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think it's because I just, I don't play a lot of games like this, but I've kind of learned, like, I'm way too much of a goody two-shoes, I think, for this game. In mm-hmm. terms of, I just hate killing people I'm not supposed to. Or, like, I just hate killing people that don't aggress on me in general. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I've I've heard, like, over and over again, like, I'll walk up to some NPC in Fallout and McCoy will be like, he's got a nice gun. Don't you see that? And I'm like, yeah, but he's talking to me. He's being nice to me. He's like, well, you could you could kill him. And I'm like, but why would I do that? Like, I, I don't want to do that. Like, he's he's just talking. And I don't know. Like, I've, I don't know what happened this past week with my save, but I feel like I killed a named NPC because he aggressed on me first. And for whatever reason, that guilty conscience is just weighing down on me for the past like couple of playthroughs. Yes. Where I'm like, he had a name to him, but why? He shot me first. I had to kill him. But why did he have a name to him? I don't get it. I only killed those without a name. Those who the world has already <laughs> forgotten. Damn. But like- yeah, I kill, I, I kill Raider 1 and Raider 2. I don't kill... <laughs> you know steven west or whatever his name was i'm like i feel bad yeah no i mean the the thing is like i've seen it weigh on your conscience i mean look keep in mind i think that these games are designed for goody two-shoot players and i think that's definitely what i was as a kid for sure and i definitely am mostly now it's just they just are the first types of games that make it really valuable if you're not like really valuable if you're not you can have so much shit right away if you're just willing to fucking take it and that's just like a really weird because like normally in games it's like oh the npc's invulnerable but they have the best sword in the game but they're invulnerable you're like oh okay this game's like yeah you want it 
<laughs> it's right here. Um, <laughs> but I've seen that conscience like weighing that you're talking about because now it's like you're killing like people in the wasteland. You're like, was this a town? Like, did I aggro the whole town? <laughs> like, what happened? Like, this guy, he could have had a name. You're like looking at the, like, well, he has a bed here. Like, <laughs> so I feel like you've really lost it. At this, this is point. like the anti Gabe playthrough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. I don't know, like, I've aggroed all the Protectrons or whatever their name was in a certain area, and I thought the Protectrons were, like, allies for the longest time, no. but then they started shooting at me, so I killed them. Okay, okay, that makes me feel better, slightly. Mm-hmm. But still, it's that second guessing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that whole, air, like, fact of I, I don't know what I have done and if it's good or not, in my own moralistic standards, if it's good or not. Yeah, I don't know if you've been, Which like, brings me to- exploring out a ton, but, like, robots are a very common enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I, I think I'm beginning... They're, they're a good source of scrap metal, yeah. which, you know, is a decent decent income of caps there, which is nice. Um, and, yeah, I, I think I've met... Or I've, I've defeated a lot of those, like... They're the brain mech people i don't know they're called brainiacs or something like that i i don't remember exactly their name the the other robots are like the brain at the top i know what you're talking about yeah i've defeated a fair amount of those so hopefully they're not npcs they shot me first basically that that is my that is my rule of thumb if they shoot me first they die and this has this has definitely led to video game scenarios that i've at least witnessed where it's like at night you like walk into someone's house because it's not red and then they shoot at you (laughs) And then you're like, well, you shot at me first. And I'm like, well, but you're in his house, though. Like, how far are we going here? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're like, well, he shot at my first. And then I think yeah. I'm like, yeah, stand like, your he ground, shot me first, McCoy. But, yeah. Stand your ground. All right. Let's go, Jay. I was also going to make a Florida, a Florida joke. <laughs> it's not just Florida, baby. That's so true. <clears throat> I don't know. That's it's right. okay. So at first, I'm not going to lie to you. At first, when I was playing this game, I was like, oh my God. I don't think this game holds up at all. Like, it's just something about, like, Maybe I was playing the same play style and I was running the same like beginning quest and it was just like really exhausting to me. And I was like, damn, I need to like watch someone else play who like hasn't mm-hmm. played before. Cause like, at least for me, I'm just doing the same shit I always did. And like, I don't know, the shooting sucks. And I knew that before. And, and like it, when you know it before, when you're in high school and you're like, man, the shooting sucks, but like, I guess this game is fun. It's not going to age better. You know, you're not going to go back That's and be like, true. oh, it actually was not that bad. No, it's never been like that ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Um, again, same with Mass Effect, but with a lot of games of this era. So I was just sitting there going like, fuck, like, I don't know. But I do think like now that I've sort of gotten out of the starting area, I am enjoying just exploring like the random shit. And like, they have a bunch of weird set pieces and stuff. Like, you know, there's just cool stuff around Mm -hmm. and, and you can see like, I think you can see, at least I think why you can see like the demand for like a modern version of these types of games. Cause you can see the creativity of like. You walk into, you know, an area and you see like bodies hanging from the electrical fences and you're just like, oh, fuck, people are crazy. And you're looking and there's like, you know, body bags and fucking like cut up organs everywhere. And you're like, dude, these people are disgusting. And then you're like, time to pull out the combat shotgun, <laughs> get some justice. Um, and so I feel like there's a lot of creativity in that. Like we saw like a Rube Goldberg machine that like you knock over a box of fucking a Braxo cleaner or some shit, and then it knocks over 15,000 other ones in this, like, circle that then eventually just blows the place up. And you're just like, damn, like, this is actually kind of creative. Or, like, one time going through into a building, like, the first thing you see is just a dude's body just fall from the rafters. It's the first thing you see. You know, like, you look up, and there's just a bunch of super mutants. They're like, hey, what's up? 
you're just like, damn, like, so I could, I, I definitely think playing this game though, especially exploring more about the world and just sort of reacquainting myself with the creativity that there is there. I, I do think I am excited to see what they've got for Starfield. I'm a little nervous though, because you guys know they're talking about like, okay, actually I should ask you this probably because I know less about it maybe than anybody else, but I just heard there's a bit of controversy about the planets. Starfield, anybody hear about that shit? No. no. I think I did hear about this, um, that there's like a thousand planets or something like that. Yeah, and they're randomly generated. Right. Oh my god. Right. Oh. <clears throat> well, like I don't think you um, need to go to like, all of them, but I think you can. Yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of like the uh, random generation has been an interesting direction that games have gone in the past. I don't know, five, a bunch of years. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, like you can see, like Fallout Three has all these dungeon kind of things that are a lot of them are very like designed and curated where like they have little set pieces and they have now like look like Zoe was saying last week some of them are also very poorly designed in terms of like they're actually pretty confusing to get around and they don't have that sweet new feature where like you get to the end but you've secretly looped back to the beginning and you, right. you like, with these you have to like fully get out um but with random generation like yeah you can have more stuff but i think a lot of the time it like it it can't have the kind of like set pieces or the storylines or like the really um, carefully designed you know things that older games did because like right. if they just have you know if Starfield has a thousand planets and they're all randomly generated and they're all just kind of like meh then I would have rather had four that were put together by human beings that had like their own storylines and their own carefully made little scenes and like had a lot more personality. And I, I think this is really like what right. one of the large criticisms of Bethesda has been in the, is that they keep trying to add like the random generation in. They tried to do it for Skyrim. They've tried to do it for Fallout 4, if I recall correctly. And so like, we'll see. But like they used to be like famous for just, they had human beings make this cave. Mm -hmm. And so this cave would be interesting because you'd walk in and you'd see like, oh, there's like a thousand bottles all empty, like lined up though, like spelling out a message. Like that's fucking weird. You know, just like some shit like that. And you'd be like, oh, so I don't know. We'll see. But it's definitely gotten me very excited. Like now that we're sort of, we sunk our teeth into it. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking ready. The Starfield hype. I'm ready, bro. I'm ready to be disappointed. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot <laughs> wait, people. Um, yeah. I mean, a part of me is just kind of worried about it. Well, if, and granted, I've never, I have I did not know about Starfield up until like a couple weeks ago. So as a game, I was like, wait a minute, what is this? Like, what is Bethesda? What is this? Um, but I, when I hear something like a thousand planets or something, like what, I, I just get scared. Cause then what I'm seeing is like, it's a thousand planets, but 600 of them have alien race one, 400 have alien race two. And then, you know, the, remaining things have like alien race three and i'm just afraid it's going to be too generic that way yeah yeah i think i mean i think that bethesda has been going for this like game you can play forever hmm. um like model right i mean they started with skyrim i think um yeah i think skyrim was the first one to have like procedurally generated things mm -hmm. yeah class, right I think. and yeah and they, they've been continuing on that, that trend. That's, like, the end goal for them. But, like, 
and they're, they're fully aware of what you lose with with that. Um, I just I I think it's a flawed goal for me. Um, like me as a player, I think all of us here as 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 players yeah. of games, um, don't necessarily want just like a single player game that you can right play for the rest of your life. Like that's just not yeah what we go to single player games for. Um, right. And I mean, I know that there are people that do go to single player games for, for just like incredibly large amounts of content. Um, like I was talking to a friend at work the other day about, um, outer wilds. Um, and his take from the outer wilds was like, yeah, it was really good, but it was too short. Like I spent $60 on it and it, only lasted 20 hours right mm -hmm. right and i was like that's so painful for me to i didn't yeah. tell this to him but but like <laughs> in my heart i was like that's so painful to hear you just see in james's because, eyes he's like, quick saving like <laughs> <laughs> because Let's like that game this is conversation where you don't say exactly. that yeah <laughs> right exactly it's like it's like i get that you're going to games for something that i'm not right yeah you're going for the value, the the value like per hour diving mm -hmm. value per hour, right? And and like per diving into hour. something for a really really long time. And like he loves really big single player games. He's super excited about uh, uh, Starfield. Um, and. Uh, so like this is what he he's here for. He is there for the the thousand planets that he can explore. Um it's just not I don't know. I I want I want a dungeon where there's like clearly like so, a human being designed it, you know, and and mm -hmm. put story into it. Put put a little bit of something in there even if it doesn't have to do with like the main story. Yeah. I'm like the Rube Goldberg I think what version. I've, yeah. Sorry. Well, I, I think what I've liked so far and, and granted, like I still feel like I've only just barely scratched the surface of this game, but like I, 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 it didn't really occur to me how much I like it, but I, I really like these uh, set pieces, side quests, scenarios, like they're not even part of the actual storyline of the game, but I do some side quests and I can revisit the area and have things to talk about with them and like check in with. Um, so like for, for me, like this week, I uncovered this like vampire cult essentially mm -hmm. in Fallout 3 because um, they've been terrorizing some town and... I can both visit the town that I saved from this vampire cult, but then also I like struck a deal with this vampire cult that if I turn in blood packs to them, like they give me like 30 bottle caps per blood pack I give them. Ooh. So it's like, I, I've like turned in, it's like turned into another like income source for me at the same time. And it's really cool to be able to go between the two places and like check in on the people. Um, and then also because I freed the NPCs that were living in this terrorized town and I, you know, got the vampire cult to go away. Now I have a guy that like repairs my guns. I have another person I can buy stuff from. Even like the leader of the town, I can go and ask him like, 
hey, do you have anything you can donate to me? And he gives me like a bottle of wine. I'm like, sweet, I'll sell this later, whatever. But like, it's <laughs> it's still cool that yeah. like it was thought through enough where it's like, okay, not only are you going to help this town, but these NPCs that live in this town are going to become a valuable source. Like if you want, they're going to give you a bed to sleep in. They're going to give you repair skills, medical, whatever. And I've really been enjoying that aspect a lot of just like feeling like those storylines are more fleshed out. Whereas like, I feel like a lot of, a lot of side quest material in other games, it's like you help the town, the town just becomes defunct essentially mm-hmm. for the rest of the game where you can pass by them and they go like, thank you for saving us. But, that, but that's it. Um, whereas like here, they now have like utilization almost. Yeah. It kind of reminds me, I was talking with my sister today um, who's played these games and she was, we were talking about these and then we were, I was, she was asking about me about cyberpunk and I was trying to like, figure out like what to say about cyberpunk as a game. But I, I, this reminds me of like this cyberpunk had essentially none of this. And I remember it bothering us being like, we just did this side quest with like all this shit that just happened. And like no one that you talk to in the game, like acknowledges it in any way. Like there were, right. you know, like crazy vending machine stuff or like which is all these different things that would happen in the world that you would go out there and you would do in cyberpunk like there were some really cool side quests there were also some really bad ones but there were some really cool ones but they didn't have any kind of like ripple effects in the world at all they feel like a mini like a completely separate thing whereas i feel like yeah. yeah fallout does a nice job of making it feel like things that you do in the world actually have like consequences and benefits um and you can feel those, like, not, like you were saying, so, like, not just if you, like, you're never going to go to that town again because you already did the quest there. I, I wonder if that's the difference between, like, an old game and a modern game, or if Starfield will have any of that. I remember Oblivion having some of that, I think. So, I don't know. But I agree, basically, that it's, like, I mean, that's cool. It makes you feel, like, powerful as a player and, like, your choices and your actions matter. As opposed to just like, mm-hmm. well, check that off my to-do list. Let's see what's next. Yeah. Like right. everything is now checked in the right way. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is like what these games are trying to be. Like this is, and I think it's it's this conversation here, honestly, I think is what really either gets you alarmed or at least like cautious about the future of Bethesda. Because I think this conversation and perhaps the arguments over it not like friendly ones but just of like what is it about these games you love and what's the direction they should be going i think we can see in this fallout 3 like yeah it's like the main story is really just a thing that's supposed to take you through the world on a path Mm -hmm. and really the main story of the game is the world and what's happened to these people and what is happening you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's the main story is the fact that there's these vampires and you go fucking deal with that. Like, that is the main story of these games. That is the main interest factor. And so I think to, to us, I think we're starting to, like, see that and see how beautiful that is and, like, see how, like, the realization of that vision is 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 clearly something on lines of, like, you can have an impact on this world that's meaningful. Like, I even see that with um, dying light 2's trailers and stuff like that they're like look you can like either help this faction or not and it like changes everything about this area of the game it's like that cell is just is continually out there in the video games world it's just it's really hard to actually do and so you can see them 
effectively but also primitively working on it here and you wonder like who's the person taking up that mantle is it bethesda who is it because yeah like it's just cool to come over this mountaintop and talk to these people and then like there's just something going on in their life that's really odd you can follow that through and it's connected to other people that are in a different town and you're reading notes back and forth and all of a sudden there's something going on and you just go solve that so i feel like that i mean the yeah. the sh- the shining example of it was um was the witcher 3 right with all of the the side quests that actually like affected the world i mean this is a game that i've never played so (laughs) this is just me hearing shit from other people and being like oh that seems cool and then i like turned on the game for three hours and never opened it again yeah um (laughs) (laughs) i understand that (laughs) um but like then they fell flat with with cyberpunk right because they, I, I don't know, because they were too ambitious, because they were going for something else. Um, but everybody was expecting that from right. mm-hmm. from cyberpunk, and it wasn't there. Right, and and I think um, that's 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 what I'm saying is like that was expected. I think of cyberpunk and dreamed of and hoped for. When you think of yeah. like this is mm-hmm. a big open world game, you don't think like oh sick, it's gonna be like Assassin's Creed. You think like oh could it actually be interconnected? Like, could yeah. there be ripple effects of what I'm doing all over the place in sort of organic ways? Because yeah. one thing I felt about this game that feels, I would say, like, even sort of novel today is there is, like, an organicness to it. What do you mean? Like, like when I was getting those people to follow me out of that fucking, like, hellhole dungeon into the town, it's like when I accidentally got one of them Gatling gun to death, like... It pops up with, like, fucking Sandy has died or some shit, and I'm just like, damn. And it pops up in such a definitive way that feels like the game is just, you failed it. Like, it's game over. Mm -hmm. But it isn't. Like, you can just walk over to that town with just Red and not Sandy or whatever the fuck, and they'll be like, and you can tell everyone, like, you know, like, I tried my best, but, like, there were casualties along the way, but I did save one of them. And they'll be like, thank you, man. Like, I know it's been really tough. We've been losing people. And, like, they're just, it just continues on in that way in such like a organic and natural way and -hmm. then of course you don't get whatever sandy's gonna give you but like but you do get to loot the body so yeah but he didn't have anything on him i don't think like you know like he probably like i don't think he actually does this but you know he might turn into a merchant that sells like a really cool weapon and so yeah it's true if it's on his body then you can just take it like if it's the if it's the sheriff Mm -hmm. and he's going to arrest burke but then he dies and you take his shit and it's hella good that's a great win but if you needed him to go back to his house to unlock the safe to his fucking whatever, then it's a little different story. So it just, it feels really ambitious, actually, in that way. And I think that's why they, like, Bethesda games were famous for being just so buggy, is because, like, they're trying to be ambitious with the, the sort of organicness of the world. And I saw a fucking headline that said, Starfield will be the least buggy Bethesda game of all time. And I'm almost kind of like, is that a bad sign? <laughs> I saw that too. It was like press X to doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say people are gonna find it. Um, yeah, I've also heard reports that are like it's the smoothest running, like non buggy game that people have played yet. And I was just like, okay, we'll see. We'll see once the player base expands, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I, I did want to like I 
And another thing, so I remember when we were talking about cyberpunk, and I remember one of the biggest selling points of cyberpunk was the fact that you could choose a faction, mm-hmm. or, or like originally, yeah. you could choose a faction if you wanted to join a gang. But because it's a gang, you would shut yourself out of a bunch of other gigs or side quests. So to the 100, you know, to players like me who like to 100% things and don't necessarily want to have to do multiple playthroughs to get the 100%, it's like, that's annoying as hell. Like, I don't want to do a cyberpunk character where I'm a, you know, part of the south side gang versus the west side gang versus a playthrough where I'm the north side gang. Um, So they, like in a way you had to force yourself to like open up all the side quests and therefore factions were just never a thing because it's like, well, we want someone to be able to get the full experience in one playthrough. Um, and I feel like they like eloquently avoided that in Fallout 3. At least this, like the thing is, I haven't even scratched the surface, like I've said. So I don't really know like what other side quests there will be if I will shut myself out of other side quests because of my decisions per mm-hmm. se. But... I, I do feel like I Fallout 3 kind of elegantly avoids that by not necessarily having this idea of gangs or factions. Um, oh, they're there. That you can join. Yet. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> like Like I said, they're there, but I think it like more elegantly explains around like being... Sh- like it doesn't necessarily shut you out of other side quests as a result of your actions or decisions or maybe it does like i said i i haven't played a lot um but i feel like it's like because i'm thinking again back to this vampire cult thing between the town and the vampire cult i found this like weird amicable like middle ground that felt natural in the world where i can exist in both factions Mm. and it feels natural and i don't have to question like oh they just did this in case I want the benefits of both the city. Like, it, it feels more natural, I think, than cyberpunk, where it's like, you do a gig for one gang, kill all the members <laughs> of a rival gang, go to the, you know, the fixer for the rival gang, and they're like, I've got a job mm-hmm. for you. And you're like, I just killed all your men. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> they're like, damn, you're just the best. Like, you're just, you know, but if we can hire you to kill yeah, everyone. Like, but I knew I could count on you. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, I certainly don't know the answer to that. I feel like they, it's almost like maybe they don't always lock you out of it, but they definitely like one of the selling points of this game is they allow you to lock yourself out of it. So like even just that basic premise of like, I go into this town, I shoot everybody. And then it's like, well, but there was a quest though. Like, like you just killed the guy who gave you the quest. What do we do now? Like a lot of games would make that person invulnerable. Mm-hmm. And even in previous types like like Skyrim, they have invulnerable people every once in a while. And it's kind of weird. You'll walk around and they're just so important to the the main story that they can't die. And so you'll like, you're, you're wastelanding like a hundred people. And then one person just gets knocked out and you're like, right. what? You like look at them and there's like a king icon on them that's suggesting like they can't die. But like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just it's just they definitely do allow you to, though, if you want to. If you sit there and you're like, fuck this guy's quest, or this quest went south, or I killed him on accident, like, can I move on? Yeah. I almost I almost feel like the 100% playthrough of Fallout is like when you've 100% had enough rather than when you've 100%ed the Pretty game. Much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. I feel like it's very forward. Yeah. 
Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, I feel like this game has enough in it where, like, I, I honestly have been thinking about it. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to, like, mainline this game ever. Yeah. Because I do like the exploration aspect a lot. Whereas Cyberpunk, it was definitely like, all right, I'll dabble in exploration. But eventually I'm going to, like, I'm, I'm going to hit the next story point because I need I to. I feel like yeah. or I want that's to. because of both the lack of quality in cyberpunk side quests and the lack of quality yeah. in um i almost said firewatch holy fuck yeah fallout. fallout's main story <laughs> yes like i feel like cyberpunk's main story was like maybe probably the best part of that game mm-hmm. um, yeah and well, it's, a it's lot the of the game. side yeah it's the game and a lot of the side content was like I mean, openly bad. And some of it was incredible and had incredible writing. And some of it was just like the most meh video game content of all time. Yeah. And I feel like Fallout, at least Fallout 3, is sort of the opposite of that, where the main storyline is like, you can do this if you want to. But I was talking about it with my sister today, and we could both remember the main storyline of New Vegas very clearly. And Gabe, you'll be thrilled to know that she thinks New Vegas is the better game. And because it is. And she, <laughs> she was like, I was like, what do you think about out, them? Like, she's like, oh, they all have their own strengths, but like, follow New Vegas. Like, that story is fucking great. It's the um, best Bethesda game because it's not made by Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, there's probably some merit to that. But she was also, but we were both sitting there being like, yeah, what even is the main storyline of Fallout 3? It's with water. And I was like, that's exactly what I said. I was like, it has to do with water and your dad. And she's like, yeah, I kind of remember that. But like not. So it's just the main storyline is just not really that compelling. But the side quest stuff is super cool. So. And, and I, I think that is like the exact way to think about like why some people were disappointed in Cyberpunk and other people really loved it. Because mm-hmm. like the main quest of Cyberpunk is actually dope. Like. Mm-hmm. But it's this big open world, and you thought to yourself, well, maybe the open world would be really interesting to explore. Like, the open world of Cyberpunk is not, it's night and day in terms of interest, yeah. in terms of Fallout. You know what I mean? They're completely like, opposite it's, approaches. It's beautiful, and there's cool stuff around, but, like, there's nothing there. It feels like, um, I think Cyberpunk ended up being a lot more of GTA than it did Fallout or Skyrim. Yeah. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, GTA is like this beautiful city and this incredible amounts of like cars you can steal and things you can find and guns and whatever else. And then pretty much everything is boarded up though. Like every store you can't really go into, like there isn't really like interesting side quests you're like finding exactly all around. But Mm -hmm. the story that they tell in that hustling and bustling world is really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. And like, I would definitely say that for GTA, but so like, but I feel like now, like, I'm so glad we're playing this game because we're seeing, like, but what a Bethesda RPG used to stand for is, like, know that you're supposed to go explore the world. It's supposed to be interesting. You're supposed to find weird characters around. You're supposed to find, you know, some dude who thinks his wife is still alive, but his wife is a trash can. Like, you're supposed to see that. You're supposed to go, like, find someone who lost their violin and they need you to break into the fucking Pentagon or some shit to get it back. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on with that? Or you need to go follow a radio signal. So it's it's more about like that living, breathing world versus like the story you tell in the world. And so I think I think what at least I've been really craving for is a modern and excellent 
sort of evolution of the Fallout 3 style of game, mm-hmm. where the world is interesting to explore. And and I think that's why people can react to A Thousand Planets and kind of be like, do you get it, though? You know what I mean? Like, because that's... We didn't come here for, like... If they said... In fact, I feel the same way, honestly, about the Cyberpunk DLC. I mean, not to say that we haven't played it yet or we know what it's about, but there was a screenshot released of, like, 35 new quests, X, da, 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 da. And anytime you have numbers and then a thing that you've added, I'm already, like, fucking out. Because it isn't about that. Like, if I, if I sold you Fallout, like the new fallout we made ten thousand caves like it's just like that isn't actually for us at least as james was elegantly saying earlier like that isn't what's interesting to us and i I remember exactly when the switch for me it was in high school i remember when i could get one game every like three months of the year and i had to really choose that's why i got really into game reviews because i had to really figure out what was the right one to spend my money on i was gonna say spend my 60 dollars, but it wasn't it was like or $50 then maybe question mark um but it was like I just remember sitting there like reading all these reviews and there was all this talk of value because I was gonna get this game and I was gonna play it for three months and if it fucking was a dud then that was really unfortunate and so these types of games would come out and you'd be like dude this could be the game that I could be playing not only for the next three months but I could be playing it for the three months after that and I could like save up a cycle so I could get two games some other time. Like this could be like everything I need. And I feel like that, at least for us, has been really taken over by multiplayer games. Like if you want a game to play forever, it's free to play and you can buy skins. Like it already exists. We already all have all of our own versions of that, whether it's fucking, you know, Rainbow Six or I guess Call of Duty is not free to play, but you know what I'm saying? Like those are multiplayer well, games. Warzone like, is. Warzone or TFT mm-hmm. or Valorant or Counter-Strike. Right? It's like these things are Hearthstone. League of Legends. League of Legends. These things already exist for us. And so MMOs, it's like if we need that, I feel like multiplayer came and ate the lunch of like the giant single player for a lot of people. Yeah. But what I will say is there is clearly that thirst for it that exists for some people. You mm-hmm. can hear it as like, especially like EA and stuff was starting to like really signal that they were going to go for multiplayer games and like the single player game was dead like there clearly is this like this this gamer and like i would say a large crowd of gamers that really want to see oh yeah they never really got like canceled at least from what i've seen they never really got like pushed out of the spotlight due to demand because like it wasn't like people were just like i only want to play multiplayer games but because of like the ability to just milk profits out of those multiplayer games and like the live mm-hmm. service things mm-hmm. compared to like a uh like open and shut single player game yeah you know because it's like what do you do to like monetize that it's like you make an expansion wait wait wait. so if if starfield is a game you can play forever mm-hmm. then can you monetize it like a multiplayer game Oh yeah, I mean that's what Ubisoft does. Somebody nowadays. shoot James for saying this out loud. Like, gotta <laughs> <laughs> take him out. Like, this can't be released into the world. You know that meme where like the guy gets sent out the top story building from like the boardroom or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like that. Like, except that usually that meme is like. But yeah, no, I mean, so some people have tried. I mean, that's what some of the like Ubisoft games are, right? It's like you can buy shit. Not exactly, yeah. but you can buy shit in the store. You know? Yeah. And um, what's it the the cyberpunk world game not it's not called cyberpunk it's in a cyberpunk world 
Um, it came out like, what, like six years ago. I'm not describing it well at all, but it was kind of the, um, it was a, 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 maybe the third in this system shock. That's not it. Mm. Um, where like there were just like loot boxes. You could just like buy power ups and like experience mm. in, in, in an RPG game. Oh yeah. In a single yes. player RPG. I don't remember what the game was called. Um, but I know what you're talking about. And it was just like it was just a atrocious, yeah. uh, in terms of the monetization. And then, it, it, but it's a really interesting balance, and I want to bring some nuance into this because I've been thinking about this a lot when it comes to Baldur's Gate three, right? Which is a classic example right now that's hot for being a huge single player slash co op experience that doesn't have any monetization. Like, you mm. buy the game mm-hmm. and you can earn the weapons by playing the game. You can earn the skins by playing the game. You can earn the armor by playing the... All right. And um, it's hugely successful. And they're they're killing it. And everybody loves it. And we've played some and it's fun. And Elena is literally sitting there looking up Reddit posts for why Hysterion doesn't love her anymore. Why is he not... I have... I'm sorry. <laughs> Are we going to get on this? I don't know. Because I am we? still upset. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. What's going on? Okay. <laughs> In this is now a Baldur's Gate three podcast. Um, in Baldur's Gate three, when you so McCoy and I are playing together, so our co op of two, yeah. but you need a party of four to play the game. Basically, I think I think you need four. I don't actually know. I've never tried it. Anyways, you get extra companions from the game, and the companions from the game are super cool. Like they're these somewhat play they're like you play them so you like tell them what to do and shit in, in battle but they have their own storylines and their own backstories and they're all very like you know they have their own shit going on mccoy has Shadowheart, the healer who's like sketch as fuck and has this actually she's not that sketch she's kind of like no nonsense mm-hmm. and i happen to pick up asterion who you meet him and he is visibly a vampire, like very clearly a vampire. He has, re- as someone who has consumed some vampire fiction and fan fiction, <laughs> he has, is very pale, yeah. has red fucking eyes, yeah. has fangs and yeah. bite marks on his neck. And yeah. you see him in the first cutscene, you're like, that's a fucking vampire. I'm like, sweet. And then like, I don't know, 10 hours, 15 hours into the game, he at night attempts to bite you and you wake up. And he's like, oh, no, I have to tell you something. It's this big fucking confession. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I am a vampire. I know you wouldn't have known. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, first of all, this is ridiculous. We all know you're a vampire. This was not subtle. And two, this is hot. Great. Okay, I'm into it. Um, And so he bites you. And it's like very sensual. And of course, before he bites you, he's like, just need to get you comfortable so like you have he makes you like lay down in your bed and then like uh, mounts you and bites you like that and i'm like could you not just bite my, my wrist or something like i can sit up while we do this but no um mm-hmm. so it's like a very romantic cutscene. it has all the vampire tropes of like how great he feels afterwards and how close you guys are now and so from that moment i'm like well i'm fucking in <laughs> and then we play some more. Things are going well. Sometimes they let him bite me at night, you know, etc. And then <laughs> later in the game, um, you encounter a like fanatic in a sketchy dungeon who is like, "Can I please beat you?" And you're like, 
okay. Yeah, he's because a connoisseur of pain. He, his, his goddess is into pain. And he's like, also into pain. He's like, you're going to be into pain. It's going to make you feel so good and like work out a lot of shit for you. It's like a massage, but instead I whip you with a, I beat mm-hmm. you with mace. And so you do that. And, and so I'm, I'm like, mm, I don't know about this, but then Asterion pipes in and he's like, yes, this is awesome. <laughs> and so I'm like, fine, I'll do it. And so I let this crazy let fanatic you know that man Elena wasn't sure about the pain at first but when two hot men dressed in bdsm outfits <laughs> Look, who am they I, overpowered her instantly. who am i to no- say no to what the people want so as you're going through this scene like the the fanatic guy is vi- very turned on and is like oh my god this is amazing and then staring on every time you you take a like a lash is like fuck yes and i'm like this is great i'm in and Somewhat after that, he comes up to me. He's like, "This is so great! Like, I feel so close to you. Like, blah blah blah. Like, I've been biting you, and it's all great." And I'm thinking that our relationship is in a really good place. Hold on, is this before or after he asked you if hypothetically what it would be like to bite other people? <laughs> he did ask me about that, but I thought he was just curious, <laughs> but I didn't think he would really do it. Um, but then there's like this big party night, and at this big party night everyone you're like you he wants to talk he wants to all he always wants to talk to you right he's always got shit to say so i'm like always talking to him and at the big party night he's like yo like you know this party is kind of lame like the other guys would have thrown a better party blah 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 and you're like ooh, but like what kind of fun do you what like what would you think is fun um and he's like oh well you know i would think sexual things would be fun and then you're like we could do that he's like no he rejected me. Mm-hmm. He fucking, after all this, and that, I, he had already, let that night I had let him bite me. And so he was feeling all good. And he had dragged my butt and he rejected me. Yeah. And so then I became furious and I got on the internet and started Googling how to make Sterion love me. Yeah. Yeah. I went, f- yeah. I fully lost it. Like I am, I am a yeah. strong, independent woman and I don't need no man, but like a Sterion rejected me. And I was like, oh my God. Zoe was there. Elena was, was sending so me screenshots of her Google search history, which was just like, Asterion love. How to make Asterion love me. Asterion needes to love me. Am I screwed if yeah. Asterion rejects Can I get me? him to love me after this point? Um, yeah. And honestly, what really, what really did it for me is reading- Do people know? Oh, yeah. Um, there's been a lot written about this on the internet. And if you Google it, the Reddit threads are just devastating. Like- it is just, it's, I, I read it and I was like, I, I have to get out. Like, I have to get out of this because it's just sad. You're like, how many sad, pathetic women that want to stare at the Lonely, pathetic women being right like, now. oh my God, he, he hugged me and it was, it was so hot. And it like, and it just, there's a lot written about him. And I was like, so I can't, I, I kicked him out of my party. Yeah. I'm rolling with Gail now. <laughs> who i also googled can you romance you can romance gail so don't worry yeah i'm on it no it was literally like i've never seen a 180 like this like i Elena have, was like I Asterian, haven't been you know, that whatever, upset like... about romance for a very long time <laughs> it was it hurt like a real rejection yeah well That's you were like really i funny. let you bite me i just thought and we i didn't were... even feel like it that day like, i thought was, we were like... in such a good place but we weren't <laughs> yeah and so the way he just he just grabbed he grabbed all the power like instantaneously Mm. and elena just yeah it was just like the reaction was intense it was literally like making me sit there go like i should say no and be mean (laughs) more like am i not learning something (laughs) 
Like, I feel like that's where all the power is. Well, and then Zoe, too. Zoe was watching us play when this happened, and I was very upset. And then, so, like, we had quit. I was done. I think I even kicked him out of my party then. I was like, never mind. It's, like, it's over. It's over, Asterion. And then mm-hmm. I Googled, could I make him love me? And it, it basically was like, oh, you should, like, you clicked on the wrong dialogue options. And I was like, McCoy, Zoe, we're loading back in. <laughs> so I made you guys <laughs> reboot the game and, and load it's like, back you in. Right? Oh there's, there's always... There, Behind any crazed sexual fantasy of a woman is a man trying to man the saves to make sure I can go back to the right point for the dialogue. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Get me back there. And then I did the right dialogue options, and genuinely, he just doesn't like me. No, you're not bad enough for him, bro. I know, I'm not a bad Because you, girl. you're, like, sitting there, and, like, you're not enjoying the right killing. Well, I didn't, like, yeah. Mm. He needs someone who's, like, more, Yeah sadistic Sadistic and like sides with the monsters and i play like a goody two-shoes so i'm hoping gail's into that gail is not gonna satisfy you in the long term is my (laughs) opinion (laughs) every time we go back to camp i check on a stereon and i can't i'm not going there again oh no it hurt too much oh god it was just Elena, the switch that broke in you, dude. And then like we're we're literally on a walk afterwards, and she's just yeah, fuming on the walk, my- like fucking like. Can you believe this guy? Like I did this and this and this, and I gave him gifts and da da da. Yeah, McCoy like, would like try and start another topic, and I'd just bring it right back. I'm big, like, well, the Reddit thread said if I do this. Exactly. <laughs> and and she's like literally oh sitting there, like, God. how far are we willing to go back? I'm like Elena, please. Like it's like that we just did like this whole like insane dungeon. It's D and D, so it takes fifty hours. Like we have to go back so far. And she's like, no, you don't understand. Like you don't understand. Like, and she's like, look, I don't even want him. I just he can't say no to me. I need to win. I need yeah. to win. Like okay. I was offended. Yeah, and so you know this is where the inner Gabe in all of us and these types of games um comes out and. uh you show up at night when he's asleep with a combat shotgun. <laughs> and you get your street justice. I'm just saying. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? You can't cross someone like that. Agreed. Are you insane? <laughs> Have you seen what I've done to everybody else? You've exactly. been stealthing with me most that. of the time. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know. That was a problem. He was also really good in our party. He was great in our party. Though that was the thing for me is I was like, listen, like, the romance is what it is. But <laughs> we were having that double bow, double stealth Asterion does not fill the hole. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gail doesn't fill the hole. Bro. Left. Oh, sorry. Gail doesn't fill the hole left by hysteria. Gail's like yeah. trying because the thing is, Gail's trying to have his own arc, and Elena just can't be fucking bothered for his own arc. Like if Gail just sat there and was a pretty boy, she'd be fine. But because Gail like has feelings and is trying to like go through his own storyline, she's like just rolling her eyes and dreaming of hysteria. It's I fucking am not. I give him magical items when he needs one. Yeah, but like I take bro, good care of him. But the excitement level just isn't the same. I'm telling well, you. Well, that is. Come on. Look, he's not a vampire. No, he's not. <laughs> no but the way gail tried to come up to you and like be soft with his feelings like it's been so hard like i've got this demonic force inside of me and you're like bite me motherfucker yeah. like... <laughs> i'm telling you bro I'm so anyways Baldur's gate 3 is really good this is everything i wanted it to be that i i'm so happy <laughs> to hear this story. what i would love is just like every single episode from this point on where it's just a baldur's gate corner of just mm-hmm. how is elena's yeah love it's the baldur's gate oh romance God. corner i did briefly consider starting my own solo playthrough so i could properly yeah. you know get what i wanted to done yeah would you be a demonic girl mm. would you be a bad girl that's what i meant to say yeah 
Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, wait. Just to close out Baller's Gate Corner, um, which thank you for granting me this Be the time. girl the bad guys want. That, I, <laughs> yeah, great yes, reference. I'm hey. gonna, oh my God, I'm going to listen to that song in a loop <laughs> and create a new character who's going to be like a hot <laughs> tiefling and then Asterion won't be able to say no. Exactly. No, exactly. And then and then you'll be like, surprise, and it'll be you. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be my original character. Oh, I, just my... Do, I do want to just briefly mention that was a fire reference. Not so long ago, James Fryer in the car, we played that song, but... um. Nice. Fire. <laughs> um, Wait, but my final shout out about Baldur's Gate is actually from James, which James found a video that was the uh, mm. the world's fastest speed run of having sex in Baldur's Gate. Actually, it was former world. This yes, is what I was the four say. minute one. So we watched that mm. and it was amazing. And then like immediately in our thumbnails, we see that there is a faster one. And then finally, there's mm. a there's like several versions. And so if you go to the two minute version, the two minute version is so one fire. hilarious. The intro yes. is great. And also this guy has managed to speed run it so you can have sex in Baldur's Gate within two minutes. But then, if this guy is listening, what the fuck were you thinking? Because there's a two-minute speed run. He does all this crazy shit yeah. just to get to the sex scene, and then he cuts it off. Yeah. He doesn't even show it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta get those YouTube dollars. All right. You know what? Respect if that's the reason, but like... That's the end of the speed run. <laughs> you get there, and you're done. You, you try again imagine speedrunning sex in real life that way like you're about to start you're like good done thank you and then you hit a stopwatch and you're like all right that was actually all i needed so that was a yeah if you want to see this further we can watch this uh, that was a gold split all right bye (laughs) you've been great like (laughs) it's fucking ridiculous like okay um she's like yeah that's what the sex speedrun was she's like i thought it was really gonna be a different thing but okay um mm-hmm. God, yeah equally good if you hit like your i thought i was gonna timer. be a disappointed in a different way exactly. yeah well but you know how in speedruns like they have the split timers on the side that like each event happens yeah. you just yeah. like hit the timer like okay time for the next and you just it's the next split but it's just how long you actually last yeah exactly mm. exactly <laughs> or like between orgasms or something i don't know it's just the thing with fucking Baldur's gate though that i don't know like if it's coming through it probably is to some degree but this is a really horny game it is a really like Elena yeah. and I were literally sitting there in champions like because it's like not champions like but you know when you create your characters <laughs> you know, it's, it's based, i mean steady champions like works um and we're just like you just look at like every character is just insanely beautiful except for the ones that keen would obviously make or something like some dwarf fucking like shout out to people who like dwarves no but like it's just like you can make troll king characters <laughs> oh, shout out shout out to our short <laughs> our short kings short listen king. i am short okay i'm not hating i'm just saying that like i'm not even saying that necessarily that these people were tall and beautiful it's just that they weren't like at my knee level do you know what i'm saying there's like a difference. Yeah. Uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna get. Mm-hmm. I I apologize. Okay. <laughs> this is my last podcast. I did the best I could. Um, I can't believe I lasted this long. You know, oh, it's like a bingo card for me. But, but so okay. The more what I'm trying to say is just you just like the game is just so horny. Like it really is. Mm-hmm. And I love that because we're playing co-op McCoy and you hate all romance in video games. <laughs> You are playing the most straight-laced, straight-edged, zero-horny playthrough, and I am on the side yeah. just trying to get yeah. with everybody. <laughs> well, because, okay, because you got to understand, like, Asterion, like, starts with all, like, the flirts and stuff, and then if you go for it, he goes for it, and it's this nice little, like, thing. But but that's the, like, you're a female romancing male narrative, and I don't know, he might romance other things. But I'm just saying that's at least how Elena showed it. Yeah, you can romance anyone of any gender in this game. 
Interesting. Because mm-hmm. um, I know at least Shadowheart, her romance is like, she's like, hey, it's just business. Like, let like we got to get these fucking, you know, mind parasites out of our fucking head. You know, we got to get to the to brass tacks. And I'm like, sure. And then like, you basically say sure enough to her. Like, I agree. Like, we should probably get moving. And then you like turn over to Elena, who's like having a 45 minute conversation <laughs> with the stereo. And you're like, okay. And then you just do this like three or four times. And eventually she just goes like, do you want to have sex? I mean, it's like, it's like, because she's just like, she's confused she as to why you. positioned you? Not quite, but she's sort of like, if she... she's opening up slowly, no, right? No, but no. I'm not opening up to her. I'm right. just, I'm being her now back to her. And I feel like that's like the cycle that they want with her is like, it's like, you don't, you know, it's a. Uh, don't don't put the pedal on the metal too hard. I just want to say here and now publicly that I cannot take it emotionally if you get some before I do in Baldur's Gate. <laughs> <laughs> I am trying so hard. Dude, Makoya's game, all right? Thank you, James. <clears throat> I think now that I understand the challenge, I think it may you may just end yeah. up in tears. Um, <laughs> that would be just the worst. That is actually the most heinous reason to get with someone, though, is to win a competition with another person. It's just, yeah, it just it is. really is. But like, yeah, but the thing is, Lana, like, you're trying too hard, you know? Don't you think? No, I just wasn't a Sterigan's type, and we're going to have to just live with that. Look, sometimes you see someone, and there is something there, but it's just not quite right, you know? Yeah, it's not meant to be. Not meant to be. So you just let him bite you a couple yeah. times just to see? Yeah, because it was really hot, you know? Like, it's yeah. it's like, you know... <laughs> I will say. There's a spark and a, and a connection, but, like, ultimately, it's, you're not meant to be life partners. But now me and Gail, that's going to work <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it wasn't a spark to begin with so gail they can't pay just, it, i guess gail is just like at this point gail is just like the toy that you're playing with for now it, it he while is while you stare mm-hmm. angrily at at a, a stare also his name is fucking gail like it is like the most quintessential like it's spelled g-a-l-e instead of g-a-i-l okay it's totally different yeah yeah i mean Looked like a gale force wind. He came into my life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just like, ah, uh, it's just knowing if you were getting with Gale from the beginning, then I could see the value of it in the sense of like, yeah, like you would have started something. Well, I met something. him after. I already had a Sterion. No, but like, it's just, <sighs> I just can't explain to you the letdown from the comparison. <laughs> it's just really brutal to just watch on the sideline and just to watch your interaction. I just... I can't, but... You know in the conversations that we've had, McCoy, we've had some very deep conversations about No, because this game just lets me listen. So it's like, oh, Elena's talking again. So, like, I can see it on the radar. So, like, I (laughs) click on the button. And it's just, like, I can see you just, like, caressing the dialogue options and shit. Just, like, highlighting them. Elena, Elena, your character has had deep conversations with Gail. But, like, it's really clear that you, as the... As the god controlling this mm-hmm. character have no don't care about him as a person <laughs> yeah, at all well say. you know what tune in next week for my Baldur's gate romance update and i'll let you know how it's going and if our feelings have developed <laughs> yeah hmm. and and if mccoy's already won exactly no, I'll, he's, we'll see he's not to. i've I will, turned i've turned it i've turned I will everything down with shadowheart and i think that's like the, the correct <laughs> path but we'll see but yeah no it's just it's just funny to me because like <clears throat> what i will say the last thing i'll say on this topic is that they I never understood. I have not done the maybe the reading, the mm-hmm. fan fiction back reading that I would need to do. I never understood like the Twilight movies exactly. Like I, 
I, I saw them, but I was like, the cringe level is so high. I don't know if I can get into this. Like, and I don't know if I should. It's one of those things of like, you actually wonder like, even if I could, should I? Like, is this something that I want to explain to people later that I'm secretly just into the Twilight movies? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think. And, and like, as that's aged over time, I feel better and better about not being into the Twilight movies. But what I will say, the way, if you guys ever want to see this, go look up the fucking not sex scene, but rather the bite scene. Um, Although, don't look up the version that we were showing because the version we were showing is like all outcomes. And like the first seven outcomes, he just like kills you. You're like, what the fuck? And it's just awful and horrible. But no, like the normal playthrough that you'd actually do, um, you can clearly see how they've like sexualized the bite. I didn't understand that at first. I was like, yeah, he bites you. Okay. But no, like the romanticism of it and like the, the sexualization of it. I, I, I understand it more after seeing this, you know, like the description. So that that's that's been extremely sexualized in media for ever fucking ever yeah. like there that i mean that's in like that's the original dracula yeah. book has hot bite scenes yeah in it. really oh yeah and that's from like a long time ago a while ago 1900s <laughs> no like i kind of get it like the pain like the sharp pain from it the fucking okay but the sucking of the blood. Yeah, yeah so Fallout it's all, it's hot, has man. prostitutes in it, guys. Should yeah. We, uh, <laughs> Anybody taking a prostitute home? They, they all just propositioned me, and that one lady, I told her her makeup looks nice in the sun or something or the moon, and but I never went back to her place. So. I, I rented a room in, like, my first night in... Uh, Megaton? In Megaton, and I went upstairs, and uh, a prostitute was sleeping in my bed, and I got, I tried to get into the Wait, bed. Sorry, she was already and she asleep. She was like, yeah, yeah. I tried to get into the bed, and she woke up and was like, "Excuse me, I'm working here." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm tired of it." Yeah, this is my room. Like, if you're working, like, let's let's go. And she just walked out of the room, and I was like. What the fuck? Well, wow, 120 is... caps for that level of service is <laughs> disappointing. Yeah, and I paid 120 caps, and it was, I mean, at the beginning of the game, I didn't have any caps, really. Yeah. Man, she took the last caps off here. Listen, all I can say is that that experience mm -hmm. of coming home after a long day and then finding a prostitute in your bed, for those who know, <laughs> that was not an uncommon experience for me and <laughs> Okay, I feel like we need to, I think we need to clarify that. Yeah, do we? I just think for those who know, bro, they know. And I did exactly what James did, which is to say, um, I need to sleep. I'm tired. Can you get the fuck out of here? <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Okay. Um, yeah, um, is, the, is that the end of the I, I don't... I mean, does anyone have anything else they want to say about Fallout 3? <laughs> I think, Elena, you and I are just tasked with playing Baldur's Gate next week to report back in. Mm. Don't you think? I mean, I mean, definitely. The romance is not going to play itself. It's really not, McCoy. We're we're all at the ed we're at we're at the edge of our seats, though. For real. We yeah. gotta know how this plays yeah, exactly. out. <laughs> Guys, do I actually? I don't know if I can actually race you, Elena. Listen, I talk a big game, but like, part of that big game is that I don't have to actually execute. Because what you if I fail? Don't. <laughs> I know. You shouldn't even try. Oh, see, now I know what's happening. You're just trying to... <laughs> then it's going to be the competition afterwards. Like, we were always competing. You just lost the first mental hurdle when I convinced you not to. I mean... Fine. <laughs> yeah. 
It's true. There'd be nothing greater, though, now that I see... I do see the joy of it, though. Because there is nothing greater than just having Elena be forced to watch... Gra, I will the, lose my ...the shit. Shadow Hearts sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's good. Oh. Okay. Also, by the way, just fun fact, if you're if you're trying to imagine this in your head, right, you know, you're doing the, like, the fan fiction approach and you're trying to imagine, like, you can easily, I mean, Elena, you should maybe post pictures of your character and, and they can look up a Asterion, but my character is modeled after Legolas, so, you know, just keep that in mind for, you know, the competition you're imagining in your head. It's Legolas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, except that it's, like, the chattest version of Legolas because he has such a broad jaw. You know what I mean, Elena? Like, he's such a, like, mm-hmm. and I did not want that, but here we are so <laughs> legolas has a very thin jaw right very sharp because mm-hmm. yeah because he's elven he's so this dexterous. is yeah so this is a very different looking like interesting it's like All a right. built legolas yeah that being said i will just quickly <laughs> okay. like for the people out there playing Baldur's gate the legolas play style is really awesome in Baldur's gate like it's a really really fun style I would just quickly advise you that you think you want to pick the ranger class for Legolas, but I don't think you do. I think you want to pick the fighter class and then do bow stuff and two-handed, well, dual wielding, Mm -hmm. like weapon shit. And then you'll end up doing stuff like you can shoot your bow at someone far away, hit them, kill them, then run up to someone close to you and use your, like, bonus action for your offhand hit and, like, hit them, which is just a really sick sequence, so... It's pretty cool. Um, and then I would say, if you make a character that is as beautiful as Legolas is, especially if you fuck the face up like I did, but either way, um, do resist the urge to just put on the best armor because it looks horrible. Like, you can put on, like, these hats that just, oh, they ruin your hair. You can hide hair. your hats, dude. You can hide the hats? Yeah. Oh. I'll show you after. Oh. Anyways, at this point, we're going to have to title this episode Fallout slash Baldur's Gate 3. Fine. Okay, great. <laughs> it's good it's good okay maybe we uh call it there boys what do you think yeah we got one more week of fallout so mm. so are we actually playing fallout for this next week fallout 3 that is yes how do we feel i mean I th- okay i think so right i'm down to keep going mm-hmm. you guys were just talking about playing Baldur's gate and it sounded like an instead, <laughs> I was gonna say, but... what a nothing episode of fallout <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody else want to say anything about Fallout and you didn't say shit, so Well then you guys immediately tirated off onto fucking Baldur's Gate. Yeah, that feels true. Yeah? Would you like to tirade back into <laughs> yeah, Fallout? Yeah, do you want to say something about Fallout? Uh what have I been doing all game? <laughs> the disappointment <laughs> in that side. <laughs> do you have dog meat? No, I don't have dog meat. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize you could get dog meat in this game. Oh, yeah. Four. Is dog meat supposed to be ridiculously overpowered? Or does my dog meat just have, I don't know, super healing? I was going to say, I can't wait for me to acquire yeah, dog that, James, meat for, no idea. It, for it to just be like the... Shit, just like shit character. Yeah, just like your dog meat just instantly dies, and you're like, "What?" And it's Brace like heart. saved, hard saved. It's forever. <laughs> yeah, James got the goodest boy. I did get Lucky the goodest dog boy. Actually, a girl, but I can't remember. Um, I don't care. <laughs> James, like, I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> it's a dog. They don't know whether you're, whether good boy or good girl applies to them. That's right. That's right. 
It's a good dog. Hmm. Well, I mean, what are you thinking of like the the trajectory of the game? Dude, I haven't played a single like story quest except I guess I no, I got to uh I got to three dog. I beat that massive uh mutant, the boss thing. Like that was easy as fuck. I don't know. Um Three Dog is fine. It he he kinda sounds like he's making a with the um with the iron boys what are they called i don't know <laughs> the brotherhood of steel <laughs> yeah 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 the yeah, yeah, iron yeah. boys <laughs> the iron boys uh, <laughs> uh he kind of sounds like he's doing a bit of a fox news thing i don't know it's weird with like the news and um shit. yeah but he's like the free thinkers or whatever um, which sounds pretty alt right. Um, <laughs> sounds pretty alt right, especially with the like. It's it, it sounds pretty alt right, especially with the fact that he's like teamed up with the fascists. So hmm. yeah, this was like we'll back see. in video games when you could just have political commentary, but that it didn't really have to like be political commentary. Like it's the same thing I I think of when they're like just they're just slavers just walking around mm. and you're like oh those are the slavers yeah. and you're like i guess i'll go kill them and then that's like your fun moral victory for right. the day it's not like and you don't have to like talk about how maybe the slavers are like a faction that you can side with or something like that like yeah I don't know. except for the vampires bro those are the ones that you know <laughs> and the cannibals but mm. yeah I mean, I don't know. Okay, I, actually, to answer your question, sounds like Elena would want to side with you. <laughs> I was just thinking bro. that. I was like, don't bring it back up. Gabe's gonna be mad. Bro, you should remake. Uh, your you really want Asterion, and then have it be his origin story, and then like go meet with his clan, and then oh my before God. he gets banished into the fantasy realm. I feel like that'd be more appropriate in like Skyrim or something. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do we want to get back to this game at this point? Like, Well, hear me out on this. Okay. Here's the one thing I would talk about. Okay. Like, yeah. One thing I feel like we are experiencing now on our trajectory of the game, which I'm just reading this into mm. Gabe's question. I don't know if this would have been at all, but I don't care. It's a nice jumping off point is I feel like we're all kind of stocked with stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like feel what I'm curious about. Like, what have you guys been doing? Like, I mean, I did mean like trajectory in the game of like the main story, but like, what have you guys been okay. doing if it's not the main story? And are you enjoying it? I do enjoy it. Just side quest for me, man. I've just been basically like, I. you know what I do? I play this game called That's a Triangle That's Not Filled In. I'm going to go fill that in. And then I'm going to go <laughs> do that if it seems interesting. I greatly respect that. That is like, and then you notice that there's more triangles and you're like, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, despite my gripes yeah. with these games, like, one thing that I will give Bethesda credit for is like, I've always enjoyed exploration in their games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree completely, man. It's been I've been enjoying it, and I I think I've been trying to slow down a little, because I feel like my temptation is to just like hold W, like full W, just like YOLO, kill everything, and that's a totally reasonable playstyle. But I feel like I've been trying to like soak up the environmental storytelling a little bit more, and trying to like be a little stealthier. Which like, okay, I know it's my own only place to animate but just like be a little more like oh go over this ridge it's like is that a school like with super mutants in it like oh i wonder what's up with that 
Um, so I've enjoyed that. But I, the thing that I'm trying to say, though, is that, like, I do feel like there's this point, in my opinion, at least this is my opinion back in the day, I still kind of feel it this way a little bit, like, that, like almost like the best part of a, a Fallout game is when you don't have anything. It's like that, that stabilizing mm-hmm. point where you're poor and you want to come up in the world. Like, you want to get good guns and good stuff and good armor. And, like, I feel like in at least Fallout 3, maybe just as experienced as we are, like, we get to, like, decked out kind of fast and i'm sure there's like dlc weapons and stuff that could like we could up the ante further but i do like wonder like about that in that i remember as a kid like once you hit this point where you're like you can kind of go forever you know you kind of go endless not in the sense of like the content's endless but in the sense of like you're not running out of ammo anymore you're not running out of caps anymore you're not so i don't know if we're fully there but i feel in some ways like i'm i have a lot of good weapons i have a lot of good ammo and I feel like very decked and I wonder like, what's the next thing to go get? You know what I mean? Like what's the, the staple of these games is to go uh, exploring and find like the named versions of weapons. Mm. Like for instance, I found, um, mm. I up to the, what is it? The, uh, the Northeastern corner of the map to the Republic <laughs> of Dave. Okay. And if you do that quest, uh, there's various ways to do it, but, the way I did it, I ended up getting his um his rifle called Old Painless. <laughs> which is just like a straight up a named and like better version of the hunting rifle. <laughs> that is sick. Yo, is there a named version of the combat shotgun? Yeah. We should At least I think there is. For next week. Damn. Yeah, I mean th- so I definitely really am appreciating that like weapons and weapon upgrade like they're like tangible. Do you know what I mean? It's like you get the hunting rifle and that is like better than the pistol and it like is exciting. So you can get this thing and it is just like a better version. For example, there is like a a silenced pistol you can get that like is really good for stealth kills. And like there is like just like notable like gear increases. Like you can get a fucking Gatlin gun and it's like insane if you're willing to use it. So... Is there a named sniper rifle? Like these are these are names like. Hmm. Yeah, so there is I a named shotgun. <clears throat> um, and then there's got to be a named sniper rifle too. Yeah, it feels like named sniper rifle will be a definite yes. Uh. Yes. There is. Okay, so here's what Gabe's trying to communicate to us. Oh well, shit. Okay. This game could, in the week three, should we choose it to, but it's up to us and how we're playing the game and how we're enjoying it, um, it could switch in the same way that Elden Ring did. Whereas Elden Ring was at first, I'm going to go experience the world, and then it became, I need to get this fucking talisman, where the fuck is it? Mm -hmm. I'm going to go look that shit up online, and then I'm going to go back to the game and do that shit. And I feel like there's like another level of fallout here that Gabe's trying to communicate of like, well, you could create the quest yourself by go figuring out what the dopest ass shit in the game is and going in that just putting a marker on your fucking map and just yoloing out there into the fucking craziness and doing that shit too so fair i might do that actually i want that combat shotgun to say yeah yeah might do that can i just say one more point on a completely other <clears throat> topic oh and then be done i just want to say this okay mm-hmm. i know that we for the most part are looking for tight 
shorter experiences for games, especially because we have to like play through them on in a podcast format and all sorts mm-hmm. of other shit like that. But I remember what it was like to fall into a game that you loved that was also giant. And I think the way I can communicate to you guys in the current is like, imagine if we wanted Elden Ring to be a short, tight experience. But instead, we fucking love Elden Ring and, and we're so thankful that it's fucking giant because it gave us so much. It's like that. It's like you want the games that you're just dabbling with to be short, tight experiences, but then the ones that you love that become your home game, like think like like a Mass Effect or something, you want them to be big. Like you want them to be bigger still. like That's true. If that makes sense. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think that there's like there's a difference between like big and effectively endlessly big and like like Elden Ring is huge but it's really clear that it was built by humans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sadistic ones. Um Oh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, but like humans nonetheless, like weird creepy humans, but um no, not really. <laughs> like like really passionate uh like you know, artists and, and designers and all this stuff. And like, that's like, regardless of the size of the world, like, that's what I want. I want to be able to like, feel like it's a, a world that someone cared about. Yeah. Um, and like that they cared about every single inch of it. Um, not that, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't want to feel I don't want to be able to see the algorithm that designed this space. Yeah. And also, I I don't want to feel like I'm going through a space that no one cares that I'm going through, you know, yeah. like like a randomly generated like part of a world. Just it's it's useless that you went through that, you know, like there's no mm-hmm. there's no secret like message <clears throat> in the arrangement of items there's nothing wait there, wait wait, you know? wait 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 this just got insanely deep because then james does that mean that there's no interest and excitement because i agree with everything you just said and also would pose this question to both of us then is there no excitement in exploring our own real universe unless it was designed damn but hmm interesting right yeah. Because I, I completely know. agree with everything you just said. And at the same time, like, yeah. So we'll ponder that. Well, I mean, I'm sitting at home. <laughs> not <exploring>, so. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, <clears throat> man. I mean, I completely agree with that. And like what you were saying, though, just going back to more your point rather than blowing it up into fucking like, is it a chair territory? But like. Yeah, because, like, that's what I felt about, like, Diablo dungeons that, like, you just run into a dead end and you're like, ew. Like, why did I just run down here for nothing? Like, there isn't even a chest. There's nothing. Um, and there's been some really bad examples of it, too. Um, and I think it's only going to get worse because, I don't know if you guys have watched, like, you know, Un- Unreal Engine 5 videos, but, like, you know, what you can do in these game engines now, it's like you can paint incredible swaths of distance and land with stuff so you can say like all right like i want like the approximate density of trees to be like this and there's like this meant a randomness of rocks and this much or whatever and then you can just like paint 10 miles in like 
five minutes mm-hmm. or less. And you can do that. But I think what you're saying is like, but what we want, though, is something interesting to discover when you look through it. And that's something that Fallout 3 is actually doing. Like you want something yeah. cool. I mean, I think that there's a there's a there's a medium in between that. Like, <clears throat> like I think that th- that the developers of Elden Ring use tools like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I think that that's a really valuable tool in an artist's tool case. You know, uh, toolbox rather. Uh, but it's. It's, it's got to be the artist, you know. It's got to be somebody that's skilled at designing worlds, at at making something beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Okay, boys, yeah. ready? Let's meet back up next week to discuss Fallout Three. Okay. For real this time. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then as well as get a check-in on Baldur's Gate 3. Let's go yes. to the romance portal. I'll just give you, you know, I'll give you the, yep. give you the updates. Well, the romance yeah, yeah. update. Mm. Is it going to be like... What did Asterion do, P.S. We don't care. About because we're him? on Gale now. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, but there's going to be an Asterion no, update, though. Mm-mm. He was in the camp and he was looking so sullen. You know? Yeah, fuck him. I think, Elena, what you're going to end He's up doing... fighting someone else. Is what... I don't care. Many people do... In life, which is just, you know, like the romance doesn't go the way you want it to do, and then you just look for the equivalent online in a video form. It's so like, that. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's essentially what, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see you over there, and you're gonna be like, Asteria and all sex scenes, and it's just gonna be like, you're sitting there going like, see, I didn't miss anything. Look at this bullshit, right? Like, and it's not even hot. Exactly. Oh, but I will say there is nothing more fucked up than in these video games where you get to pick your character and you become attached to the character that you made and customized and like made their face and added the freckles in the way you wanted with the scar you want and the tattoo or not um and the earrings in a certain place and then you just fuck the game up a little bit and you have to look up like an all cutscene sex thing on youtube and you get to see someone's fucking just monstrosity of a creature and it's not your person <laughs> in the scene it just hurts so bad and you're like no um I just, I see that in your future, Elena. Just saying. Well, mm-hmm. we'll find out. Okay. Okay. Next week. We're ending it, boys. Hit the button. Bye, Dom. Bye, Dom. All righty. Bye,